0: Welcome to SlayerFest 98. I'm your Scarlet Witch, Ian Carlos Crawford, and joining me today is my co-host, Lil Baby Witchin's headband,
1: Adam Sass.
0: Yay! Yay. Hi, Adam. Let's
1: join forces, Mom. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm good. I'm good. I'm really excited about our guests today. We've got another great crew. Um, we're going to start this off with the gay twin.
2: Crystal! Hi! I also oh. accept cool twin. Cold.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Little Tommy really set uh, Billy up there with uh, what does that make you? I've already <laughs> seen it vaguely memeified already. Great. So thank you for joining us. We have also thanks got, for having me. Yes, it's fabulous. We've also got Cat Denning's bold lipstick color sidekick,
3: Tom Lank. Hi, you, Tom. Tom.
1: <laughs> What's up? Welcome back. Thanks for having me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And last but not least. We have uh, Tommy and Billy's off-screen,
4: totally fine dog. Woof, woof. Also, Steve Fox, uh, Hi, Steve. healthy, thriving canine success story. He's fine. Definitely <laughs> did not eat poisonous bushes. No, Isaiah. Yeah. No, Isaiah like bushes.
1: Um, yeah, honestly, like I'm, I'm, I'll be a truther on this. Like, uh, she, we just saw her holding a bundle. Um, I believe we all believe Agnes is a liar. I think this episode continues that theory. I think that was totally a little spaghetti squash she was holding. Um and that dog she, she just wanted a pet dog. She adopted she forcibly. That dog is gonna show up again. And we will all be like, Whew, it's gonna be like that scene in Dante's Peak where you thought the dog was gone and then at the end, there it is. And you're excited. Oh, else? We're Dante's two minutes peak in and we have
0: Dante's Peak, peak reference. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm now uh, going to go into why Dante's Peak equals Mephisto.
0: Um, <laughs> um. <laughs> uh, can I tell you all before we get into the episode? I joined like two different WandaVision Facebook groups to like post these episodes in, and oh boy. The people are wild with theories. It's like everything (laughs) that happens, it's like, this is Mephisto. This has got to be Mephisto. Like, I think Quicksilver's Mephisto. I think Vision's Mephisto. The children are Mephisto. Like, everything. I'm looking in the
1: mirror when I wake up in the morning and I'm like, Mephisto. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Um, so for this episode i woke up on fridays i usually close at work so i wake up a little late um i oh i woke up to i I definitely had a text from you adam and a couple other people being like oh you will cry this episode i cry every episode though so (laughs) i
1: was starting a new job uh this week and i had to drive like drive half an hour into it and i was starting at eight and i was like i was i I told my husband and i was like we might because I was like, I'm gonna be at work all day. Twitter is going to spoil this for me. Like we need to you need to like set your alarm so we can wake up and watch this before I go to work. And he very happily did so. So we had a good time. So you were watching this at like six AM. I swear to God, six AM. Yeah. And like <laughs> the whole popcorn bucket, like, just tell me what's going on. Um, it was it was great.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even think about that, Adam, that you had work, so that meant you watched it so early. Holy shit.
1: I, I, honey, I had to because, like, I like because I get very, like, um, uh, first day of school vibes when I start a new job. So Mm -hmm. I was like a little anxiety. So I was up a little early anyway. And I opened Twitter at like four in the morning. There are already people posting like full block texts of what (laughs) happened, like screenshots, like not even jokes, just like, uh, anyway. So this showed up like, like, no tags, nothing.
4: (laughs) <laughs> this was the first episode where my Twitter didn't feel like a minefield, which was good because I was dodging Drag Race UK spoilers on Friday morning since I watched that mm. on Friday nights. And I made it all the way until yeah. Saturday to watch WandaVision without getting spoiled. Bing, bang, bong. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I can't face. Don't
0: start. I can't stand. It. Not, I can't <laughs> stand it. And
1: just as I was, as I was like running late to open this, I opened up and there was like some like Captain America bang bang bomb. Me <laughs> and Mia, I was like, "What are we doing?" Yeah, <laughs> so but basically, we have got two concurrent drag race seasons and a Wandavision season where it's like, so it's just like if you're watching any of them, you're just like, can't open Twitter now. Plus, it, plus like the impeachment trials, you're just like, all right, just. Just never opens. Up.
2: What a time to be alive.
0: What a t- <laughs> <laughs> uh, time to be gay and on social media. Um well yeah I think Tom, you even text me at like 4 a.m. Well 4 a.m my time, whatever time it would be for you, being like, is Emma coming back? Because she's not in this episode. That was like the start of like the first text I had, and then it was like four more texts from people being like telling me like that the show was gonna make me cry um i think everyone
3: what were you crying i have no memory of (laughs) anything cry worthy you big baby oh fucking dumb
0: a big baby (laughs) (laughs) what what was there to cry about okay wait i will tell you tom the little billy is wearing i don't know if you. wearing the like wiccan costume that's his his halloween costume is his superhero costume
1: it's like his costume. We have been like waiting to. See, it's just like seeing oh, him in that outfit. Brother.
3: Like, oh, oh my god, god. You guys!
1: <laughs> none of it's-, it's real.
3: Calm down, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Invest Tom. your time in real things that are meaningful. Take this time and love yourself.
1: Can, I'm, kidding, I'm point, That's harmful. This is, um... <laughs> I don't think that's healthy at all to engage in real
0: stuff right now. Yeah. I don't want, what, the, what the fuck do I want to engage in real stuff about?
1: Anytime I engage in real stuff, I just plunge down the mental garbage chute. So okay. I don't know what the fuck
0: piece that's going
1: to
3: be. Okay, wait, so wait, tell me... Just, wait, <laughs> what is the Wiccan costume? Is Wiccan a, a religion or a character? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Christ.
3: <laughs>
1: I hope everyone's ready for a long episode.
0: Tom, didn't we already <laughs> go over this in the episode you were on before? All I know is
3: that there's a cow named Boba Yes. Boba Fett. There's a Boba <laughs> Fett cow that raised the children on a planet. And, oh, I did some. Uh, well, uh, my friend, well, you, Drew's been on the show before. Drew Greenberg yeah. explained to me that they're, they're M- M- Magneto's children. Magneto. Magneto. <laughs> <laughs> Oh I can't I can't say Magneto. <laughs> That's not how you say it. <laughs>
1: how do you know?
3: Who says who says it has to be Magneto? That's
1: Every. gonna be the next one division commercial is Magneto. The <laughs> like, it a, like it's a cracker. I
3: mean, isn't he British anyway? He would say Magneto. <laughs> I swear, you guys.
1: <laughs> I feel like I've seen Ian McKellen do an interview where he says Magneto.
3: And yeah. did he <laughs> ma- did he the children when he was old? Um
0: Ian McKellen age or when his younger days? Wait, you just used vampire? You just like went into vampire language. What do you mean? Did he sire them? He's, Doesn't sire mean to you sire children?
4: Yeah. To make children? I suppose that's yeah. an appropriate use of the term. Ian, do you, do you need me like, to tap in to explain the Magneto thing?
0: But like he would. he Let's was, he's their dad. There's no like, he didn't like,
4: No, but you sire children. The vampire thing is the secondary use of that term. But, Tom,
0: you said when they're older,
3: right? No. Like, I guess I only think of Magneto as Ian McKellen age. And so, but, like, when were they, when did, when were, well, because (laughs) in the movies we're used to seeing him. So, like, the timeline doesn't
4: add up with right yeah steve do you want to take this or do you want me to take this i feel like i can take this in a succinct way so first off the problem with magneto's age is that these characters debuted in the 60s and his backstory as a holocaust survivor got filtered in throughout the 70s and 80s so at the time it made sense for him to be uh all those ages lined up and ian mckellen's age in the 2000 movie still like roughly lines up for that yeah but because comics are on a sliding timeline of course now it doesn't make sense for magneto to be like a spry hot silver daddy and also a holocaust survivor because he'd be like almost 100 so they've done a couple things over the years to sort of soft reset magneto's timeline including de-aging him but the way this question gets more complicated is that yes originally Quicksilver and the Scarlet Witch were magneto's biological children but about five or six years ago in the comics They retconned it so that they are not his biological children, and they only thought they were his children. And part of the reason they did this, even though they never out-and-out said it, was because at the time, Fox was not yet purchased by Disney, so there were some rights disputes over Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch specifically, because they were mutants, which should make them Fox's territory, but they came to prominence as Avengers, which would make them Marvel's territory, which is why you Mm. got Quicksilver in the X-Men movies and Quicksilver in Age of Ultron. So they twisted it around to explain that they were never his biological children and and were not, in fact, mutants, even though that contradicts, you know, dozens of years of stories. But that's why it's called a retcon, because they retroactively made that the the in-continuity explanation. That's a slow clap clap for that. Wow.
3: Wow. (laughs) That is a deep dive. I, but also if they're not his kids, why do they have powers that are kind of related to it, like, you know, mental telepathy powers?
4: Well, Magneto only has control over metallic, the, like the magnetic sphere. So his powers aren't too similar to Mm. Quicksilver or Scarlet, Witch. although he and Pietro look very similar, um, his powers are very similar to his still-biological daughter, Polaris, who, if you ever watched The Gifted, which I did not, uh, I know Polaris is on that, but she is an X-Men-related character um, who is still a mutant and still his biological daughter.
1: Yeah, like, they did a whole bunch of... Like, again, the Fox X-Men movies, especially, like, the later... Like, the ones where they went to... Michael Fassbender is um, Did a whole bunch of time wooginess, because, like, there was literally, like you were at the Bay of Pigs in the like, early 60s and he was looking like that. Then they jump into Nixon era 70s and he's looking like that. Then it's like the freaking 80s and 90s and he's looking like that. And then like within that, they were like, oh yeah, this Evan Peters version of Quicksilver, he like fathered him, didn't know he got this lady pregnant years ago or whatever, like that, like that. So like, again, they just kind of just kept it very, the yeah, that- timelines, the IMDb uh, timeline, age timelines, very soft on all that
0: yeah that with comics you just kind of got to throw it up in the air with like well they're not really aging because no one really usually like sometimes a child will age if it's convenient for the plot but like the fantastic four have two kids that have kind of aged occasionally right well they basically not really like yeah kids in comics basically
4: age the way billy and tommy do in wandavision which is (laughs) like it's suddenly convenient for you to be older so now you will be Which I feel like WandaVision
1: keeps making very savvy choices like that where they're like, we have to do this just to get these characters to the age we need them to be to line up with our young Avengers plans. So we're really just going to do some like goofy TV trick and lean into the fact that we've got this conceit right now. So I feel like they're at least acknowledging a lot of stuff. And I feel like WandaVision is, if you look, if you take a macro view at all of the MCU, it's like really doing a lot of heavy lifting to like merge a bunch of timelines and set up a bunch of new stuff and age up a bunch of people. Like, I feel like this is going to be, I feel like we will come to recognize this show as like this sort of like grand central station hub of a bunch of different timelines and new offshoots.
0: Definitely. Um, So this episode starts with, uh, we get our like Malcolm in the middle opening and that kind of sets the, I don't, I, I don't know that there was even, I think it's like, Pretty much straight up, God, Malcolm it, in the Middle. Right? I don't think it really was like another so show. Well,
1: and I, I don't know if this is anybody else's experience, but like,
3: by the way, can I ask? Isn't Malcolm in the Middle? Wouldn't that be an early aughts show? So do we, did we skip the nineties? Because wasn't the last episode
0: eighties? Right. That's that's a weird thing that I noticed because like I even looked up and then I read in a review that it did premiere in two thousand. So it's weird that we kind of skipped the nineties. I'm wondering if they just were like. We only have so many episodes. So we need to speed it up. my
1: feeling on this eh. is, they're doing family sitcoms only. A lot of the '90s was like cool folks in a coffee shop kind of shows, Um and right. the ones that were family sitcoms really were just continuing the strong vibe of '80s. Like it wasn't distinct enough. Maybe like I could oh, see yeah. like my like '90s see, was like mm. Home
3: Improvement.
1: Like, you had yeah. Family Matters yeah. and Full House were sort of the 80s, 90s, and it all kind of felt like the same vibe. So okay. I can okay. see that not being, like, a big jump.
2: If the cast weren't so white, they could have done That's Fresh true. Prince, but um, this is would true- have been an <laughs> issue.
0: <laughs> oh, God, we have
1: to cancel WandaVision seven episodes in.
4: Terrible.
0: <laughs> but so I, I really liked that kind of opening because, like, I don't know, those sitcoms, like, I, I liked that kind of, like... Ooh, there's like, it's like a family that's like a little not as like quote unquote perfect as we had seen in previous sitcoms where, like, I mean, they all still lived in like pretty big houses, but it was like, you know, when, when Wanda comes down and she, it feels very not Wanda, but it feels very appropriate mm-hmm. for like Malcolm in the middle when she's like, someone better be bleeding, yeah, it was broken, very or on low fire. hand. Like, that's kind that. of.
1: It had just, yeah, where yeah. it was a lot of attitude and like, it was, I don't know, like a lot of these other sitcoms were definitely more lovingly like recreating them i don't know i, I guess like yeah. they are they were accurately channeling what those sitcoms were like um especially *Not them in the middle and it's just like whew, not as beloved
0: yeah I, I i kind of was i remember there was a tweet going around that i think i retweeted i can't remember who posted it but it, like someone photoshopped like vision's face over al bundy <laughs> and wanda's little like headdress over peg bundy <laughs> I'm like, I just, I just don't know that that would have worked, but or that would have been hated each other, like, openly hated,
1: Well, I mean, they are getting further, <laughs> yeah. they are drifting further apart. So like that would have worked to have just yeah, that is vision, true. <laughs> not want to even be at home.
0: Do <laughs> <laughs> we get that here? So the episode has those credits. Um, we, we, the minute we see little Billy, I was like, oh, he's in his cried, costume. He's mm. so precious. Uh, so precious. And I think these little kids actually are pretty good little nope. kid actors, <laughs> well, hard
3: pass. Uh, hard pass. <laughs> they are no Malcolm <laughs> in the Middle. Those kids on Malcolm in the Middle were excellent, and I love Malcolm in the Middle. I stand
1: by that show. These kids, I don't. I. <sighs> it's the boy from uh, who plays little Luke in um, Haunting of Hill House, as I was reminded on Twitter. Little, little, little glasses baby.
0: Tom
3: still <laughs> doesn't see it. Guys,
1: don't care. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. They're, they're not stabbing all sorts of cigarettes out. They're, on
3: they're this. having a hard
0: time with the talking to the camera bit. I feel like. See, I thought, I don't know. I thought that worked. I, I liked the talking to the camera bit. Cause I was like, Oh, this is just them. It definitely made it stylistically different, which it.
1: they needed to do. I mean, it, it fit the, yeah. the that era perfectly. Oh, and I, it's I mean, kinda... I
3: get what they're doing. I just don't think that, that, they're, they, that they know how to talk they don't they're not they're not doing it great
4: yeah they're no dewey they're no malcolm they're uh, no frankie Muniz. you yes. know what i'm
1: saying <laughs> i don't know that that's a
4: phrase that's ever been uttered <laughs> i before. was just
1: gonna uh, say it was like judging where frankie Muniz is now let's, let's be grateful they're no frankie Muniz.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but so i like i think they do i mean adam you uh-huh. are a YA writer you like I think they capture like a little like
4: gay boy yeah, yeah. really M-H well do you think YA is Ian
0: <laughs> well no but I mean he's still like a kid like
1: <laughs> well sort of you know early um early onset gayness was was you know, a little present a little present <laughs> yeah um yeah no they um I feel like was my whole thing was with, with with Billy and, and with Tommy in this was like I feel like they really really captured uh uh in the writing uh sensitive young gay son uh and his mom and then uh chaos by and his and his crazy uncle like they really really got yeah. it yeah. um whether or not even whether yeah. or not they meant to get it or not maybe that's just desperate queer viewers eager to imprint on literally the the first thing possible but um, could be both but uh, yeah it definitely felt like they were you know because again he's you know they've they've set up Billy to be this like a little bit of a little fussy a little little exasperated by his too much uncle a little you know it all kind of clicked all the puzzle pieces really fell into place there
2: (laughs) and he knew (laughs) he knew that wasn't a real dinosaur which is the gayest thing I've ever heard uh oh
1: (laughs)
0: <laughs> yes, yes oh, he, uh,
1: uh, Hop, skip away from correcting people On Twitter with literalism I will say though uh, That
3: Evan What's his name, Evan Peters He is Peters, doing yeah. s- His acting in this episode He is doing such a specific Style of acting That was on Malcolm in the Middle And some other shows as well But it's it's so perfect and exact like it's like a yeah it's it's single camera acting but it's also like slightly heightened and energized i don't know like he's i i was because i watched all the american horror stories so i'm used i'm
0: just used to seeing him do the stuff over there it's just i was blown away i just had to say that Uh, you know i i was thought you were gonna say you didn't like it tom because i for me it felt so specific that i couldn't tell i was like is he doing like jim carrey light is this bad acting or is this good acting? But either way, I was like, ooh, I'm like into it and he can get it because, ooh, scumbag uncle, good with his kids. It's the style of acting that was on Scrubs,
3: on Mock in the Middle. It was like the first generation of single camera, 30-minute sitcoms that didn't have a live audience. Um, And it's, it's just remarkable how well he captured it.
1: Yeah, no, just super dude.
0: Yeah, so then Wanda comes down. In her uh Scarlet Witch costume. Um, I think she looks great. So does that become her costume in the comic books? Is that what you're saying?
4: But she's like, that is I'm costume. a fortune teller. Yeah, I don't teller, think that'll but
3: my fortune teller crown slash mask happens to be like looks like it was you know manufactured by like so you're telling me that's what fortune tellers wear in Sarkovia? What is it? <laughs> <laughs>
4: you you being so
1: literal, just like Billy's great. It was a spot. Um, like, yeah, I think like it's it's one I, they're calling into question like basically cause every everyone in the family is wearing their like original age comics accurate outfit and really sort of underlining how god-awful all the outfits were. Oh, see
2: for me, I find it kind of sad <laughs> when they play the real, the real deal for laughs. Like part of me goes, oh, but the other part of me does agree that it does look a bit ridiculous, especially like the pink tights <laughs> under the pink, the red leotard. It's, it was
1: quite a, it was quite a look. It was strawberry shortcake.
3: <laughs> oh, but that pink and red combo is was very <laughs> I, this past year. Like all, you know, you know, all the runways were about that pink red combo, so I was into it.
0: I, yeah, I mean. I thought she looked great. I love that outfit. I thought the little silly headdress. I like that they did both. I mean, like you said, like it looked like manufactured, but it, still the cape. Like if that were a superhero costume, you wouldn't see where it's tied, right? Like it would just like flow. But the headdress part still looked like legit. It didn't look like what you would get at a costume shop. I kind of liked how they went both ways with that. Um, you know, like how Vision is wearing yellow sneakers with his like clearly custom-made tights that, that go like, his around his head. From the- comic books yes just like instead of like chucks he's wearing boots and instead of like yellow shorts he's wearing like the superman kind of tights yeah so she comes down we get more at this point like they're more comfortable with pietro in the house it seems like he's become ingrained in the family i do like that we get a malcolm in the middle type which i meant to i meant to look this up do we think did malcolm in the middle start the flashback kind of like cutaway, because I, I feel like they were right because in my head I was like oh that's very Family Guy 30 rock and then I was like oh wait no Malcolm the Middle well, the like, but didn't Family Guy start
1: in like 1999 so it was but like I don't even know it's all kind of blurring together though, those years but that it definitely mean, yeah. did like that sort of um, like remove like you know kind of you know the, we're gonna like call attention to that this is a show and we're kind of breaking that Brechtian very Brechtian right. what they were doing Malcolm in the middle. Um.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, but I, I do like that cutaway when he's like, when well, we got Typhus and it like shows them as like little kids getting a fucking fish put in their uh, trick-or-treat bags. Oh, that was like very cute. We get Wanda saying, that's not how I remember it, which is kind of like, this whole episode, I feel like while she seems happy that Pietro's there, she's like happy he's there, but also still 100% unsure of him even though it's like he's living at the house, et cetera, et cetera. Like she's like, that's not how I remember it. And she keeps like yeah. dropping little things to be like, hmm, you seem to remember things differently than I do. I don't this think was you're a really great,
1: like, like style template for them to do this sort of like, no, don't you remember? Like blah, 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 all that kind of stuff. You know, like uh, every, all this, you know, her yeah. starting to tip the story a little bit away from she's in control to, mm, I think someone's doing this to her.
0: Because we still get the things of her being in control, like when Vision comes down and Vision says how, which I forget what she says, but he's like, it's the only thing that was in my closet. And then just looks directly at her, because like presumably that's because that's what she did, because this is their Halloween episode. Um, and Paul Bettany, I mean, we talked about it before, but I love that he's like, he looks right at her, he says that's all that's in his closet, and then he goes right back to he's like, Oh, like you can't be controlled, and like jokes about how she likes the Mexican wrestlers or whatever the hell they're trying to pretend he is and she says me gusta mucho which may be cringe but also is a hundred percent like time period accurate like that would be a bit from malcolm in the middle right slightly
1: microaggression bit that they would do in early 2000s yeah Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) um and I noticed that the second time Billy talks directly into the screen, Pietro looks at him and, like, mm. watches him talk to the screen. And, like, he's directly behind him and he, like, watches him talk to the screen. Like, he can... Like, in, you know what I mean? Like, in those shows, there weren't, like, no one was aware of the person talking to the screen when that happened. Um, I don't know if that was, like, on purpose or just, like, a stupid little It means little he's bit. best, too. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it means. <laughs> um... Vision lies to her and tells her he has neighborhood watch duty. And Wanda almost says, but I'm in control. That's not what you're supposed to be doing. But she just is like, oh, okay. Can't you be more <laughs> like
1: Catherine Hahn and just know when I want you to do something?
0: Yeah.
2: So it, uh, is the implication there that like they had their fight in the last episode and then she reset everything, right. but he still remembers?
1: But he's playing along. That's my that
0: feeling. Yes.
1: about it. But like each time she resets things, I feel like at the end of the last episode, she was like, he was like, before you change everything again, he kind of like vaguely accused her of like every time she changes something, it sort of mind wipes everybody a little bit. But each time it mind wipes, there's it, it's a little less effective to keep everything tamped down. Mm-hmm. That's my reading of it.
4: Yeah, I feel like she's definitely losing uh, yeah. full control over the simulation more and more with each strain.
0: Yeah, because I I, I I think the fact that when they're looking at the like overview of the town and even they're like these people aren't moving, I feel like that's her like slowly losing control. Um you know, the same way how in the episode where she gives birth, uh, Agnes and Herb are outside and they're like. Trying to tell Vision, but not going to tell Vision. Like I feel like at the start of it, no one would have been able to tell Vision nothing about what was going on, and they almost do. You and know, the only yes, one who it's... broke ranks
1: was Mary Jo Rep. Brave. Yeah, <laughs> she <laughs> and she, she got, disappeared forever. She got vanished out to the out to the outer rim where nobody moves.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what is it? Oh, then Vision leaves. He said, to, uh, "Pietro says he'll go with her as the father figure." She says they don't have costumes. I don't know why, but I think it's so precious. Anytime in the episode when he like holds hand with the little kids and uses his powers to like zoom them through shit, I just think that's because like as a little kid, how cool would that be to have an uncle who could do that with you and like would use it to get you more candy? Like, I that would be my favorite horrific, uncle, right? Like, <laughs> uncle,
1: like stirring sofa up, uncle thing.
0: Yeah, yeah. So we cut back to the real world. I love Darcy, Monica, and Wu all standing up to Hayward. I love their little trio. You know what I actually... Steve, I think you'll appreciate it. I googled last night because I was like, wait. Everyone in this... Se- like, all of these people who are main characters have a, like, comic book analog. And I was like, does Darcy? But she does not. Which I didn't think she did, but... I was like, oh, is there like some kind of superhero? Cause I was thinking, like, oh, does she get powers after she goes through really? the thing at the end?
4: Um but Yeah, I'm had- actually kinda of surprised they never threw like a Darcy-like character into the comics after uh she debuted in Thor. She, she's in the second Thor for the first time, right? Yeah. Not in the first one. Is she really? No, she's in the first two Thors. Uh- <laughs> You can tell my my knowledge is refined (laughs) for the comics, not for the movies. But yeah, they never really threw a Darcy in the mix. The one thing I do think is, so a lot of people, uh, the real world scenes are kind of like more hit or miss than the sitcom stuff because it's a little like goofy X-Files, but I do find it charming. The only thing is, if you guys don't know, Jimmy Woo in the comics is like this hot James Bond character. And then for the MCU, they made him kind of like the funny FBI guy, which was a choice, but he is entertaining. So it's kind of like a tough trade-off. Maybe he's the next Marvel
1: guy to get buff. Like, ooh, funny man gets buff again.
3: (laughs) I have such a crush on Randall Park. I can't even tell you. I love him so much. I want to marry him. How do I make it happen? Also, he was really nice to me on the set of uh, Fresh Off the Boat like
0: dropping.
3: Dropping Does your <laughs> hurt from the name I just dropped um, because I, he was so, um, I won't say who wasn't nice, but he was so nice that I like, he like talked to me, he hung out. I think we can all assume. Asked, like wanted to know my name was like, Oh, thank you so much for doing this. And blah, blah, blah. Like he was just lovely. Um, and but separately from that, also, I just
0: in watching this, I was like, oh, my God, such a crush. Love him. <laughs> yeah, actually, you know, Steve, I'm a bad comic fan because I didn't realize that he was the leader of Agents of Atlas. I never made that connection between those characters until like two weeks ago, I think. Yeah, I mean, it's such
4: a big overhaul for the movie. So yeah, you can be forgiven. Yeah,
0: because it's like a, it's that's not his personality at all in the comics but i I like this character so i like him as like the like kind of like supportive doofy guy but he can like you know him monica can do the fighting and darcy can do the science Um, i like that
1: atlas is that another acronym we need to
0: now learn all of us
4: no atlas is not an acronym it's uh there's no short explanation for that one but in its current form it is like a pan asian superhero collective originally it was more of like a, a secret super spy sort of thing but right now it's got like all the Asian heroes and Jimmy uh, mm, leans it up. Uh-huh.
0: My knowledge of Agents of Atlas is very uh, the it's very slim. I know that there was that gorilla dude on the team. Gorilla man. Gorilla man. <laughs> but they've been around For a while, right, Steve? Well,
4: no, they were fake around for a long time. So some of those are characters that they reused who appeared in, like, early Marvel comics. And then in the earlier 2000s, I want to say around 2007, 2008, they created a super team called ages of Atlas and they kind of folded these characters in. It's not a can of worms worth opening in, in a contained amount of time, but the current version of it is like pan Asian superheroes from Korea and yeah. the Philippines and uh, China and Shang Chi who has his own movie coming up has appeared in uh, ages of Atlas.
0: See. See, Steve, I knew you would be better at this than me with the explanations. So uh, you just
4: need to know when to say you don't need to know this because it's well, not. I mean, otherwise, they just be Tom and I going like,
1: what? Don't need it. More? More characters?
0: <laughs> not relevant. I really liked Darcy and Monica, like standing up to him. Darcy being like, Hey, there he is, the guy who almost got murdered by his own murder squad. Like, hey, Darcy does not give a shit. They all like clearly hate this man. And this man, ooh, i he had a really good line, which I wasn't happy about, when he's like, which of you is a sassy best friend uh-uh. to Darcy uh-uh. and Monica? <laughs> but ooh boy, when he mentioned Monica's mom to her, and he was like, you wouldn't have had the stomach to deal with what she went through. I was like, ooh, I hope she punches him right in the fucking face.
3: Um, wait, and you were saying, she, does that character go on to become the next Captain Marvel? Is that what, you, is that what happens? Yes. yes. And, and so are they... Is her like, we just did your blood work and it's magic. So that's setting up that she becomes Captain Marvel. Well, so
0: in the comics, she's had like three different aliases. One of them was Captain Marvel. I don't think they're getting rid of Brie Larson anytime soon. So I feel like they will just give Monica an alias that was one of her other aliases.
4: Yeah, she currently goes by Spectrum. Spectrum Cable, yeah. Right. I I often.
1: (laughs)
3: I can't no she cannot be spectrum Drum. please no the service is <laughs> out it's terrible to here she's coming save
1: you between 9 and 5
0: <laughs> <laughs> what spectrum <laughs> it's, it's one of our cable it's services. our local oh, cable oh, provider here in God, Los that's, Angeles oh, that's and it so is it's a monopoly Trash. they have a
1: stranglehold on all. we have like half too. <laughs>
3: I, in fact, I've had to purchase an Ethernet cable to plug in to my computer, and I had to buy an adapter so that I could um, do podcasts better because of the spectrum is so bad.
2: (laughs) And then, spoiler alert: Darcy becomes a superhero called Telus, or do do you have what do you have? (laughs) T-Mobile.
4: (laughs) T-Mobile.
3: <laughs> oh two she becomes a character oh two that's another um, uh, that's some regional uk humor good work <laughs> three, so three we, mobile no no
0: we and? anyway virgin mobile since retired okay stop, stop. so hayward kicks them off the tamp which I kind of love that it's kind of just like, oh, remove them. And they kind of immediately are like, okay, we'll beat up these guards and go in disguise. That was
3: very Wizard of Oz, by the way. That was very like like the cowardly lion <laughs> and Scarecrow, like, well, like, let's let's punch the guards and wear their costumes.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, I mean, I appreciated Darcy doing nothing. I like that she just kind of stands there, is like, Ugh, and then is like, "You didn't tell me the plan." And they're like, "Yeah, it's fine because they beat up the guards. It's no big deal." That
1: would be me because even if like, "Oh, great, we got the jump on these people who are kicking us out," I would still be very stressed out.
0: I like this like team up action we're getting going on. For me, it just felt very like action movie. God, now I'm like, where are we in my notes? Um, okay, so we go back to. Wanda and Pietro trick-or-treating with the kids he really is like the very bad influence uncle that like kids would love I like that he calls them Hellspawn Unleash Hell Demon Spawn Uh, oh I was
1: very uh, Leonardo DiCaprio uh, pointing meme at that and I was like like, oh but they are Demon
0: Spawn (laughs) sometimes I think some of it's on purpose and some of it's just because that still feels like a Malcolm in the Middle like wacky uncle line like it fits for both, whether it's like, ooh, they are Hellspawn or mm.
2: It's so hard with this show. Yeah, it's so hard with yes. the show to tell what's like an Easter egg for fan service and what's like a hint of what's actually going on. And
1: like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and that's definitely one of those lines. It seems like they took a very like sort of Pixar writing process to to the script where it's like You can put in all these Easter eggs, but they have to, like, literally vanish into the script. Again, I think that is what makes
0: it it harder, though, because, like, it does have to gel with whatever sitcom thing they're doing. So she starts testing Pietro, right? She's like, oh, what was that person's name that did the thing at the orphanage? And he just immediately is like, oh, you're testing me. And there's, like, I think the two of them are doing some good acting here because we're, they still have, like, a... I mean, he's doing that acting, right? He's doing the wacky uncle acting. But he's still, like, they have, like, a brother-sister chemistry, but she's still, like, weary of him, even though she's completely accepting him as the kid's uncle, as someone who's living at her house.
1: Yeah. Well, it's funny because, like, she's doing a very specific type of, like, early 2000s, like, sitcom, like, female character archetype, which is... I don't know. I'm like, I'm complaining a lot about all of you. Like it's a little, like it is, yes. um, it was not as empowering as the Mary Tyler Moore era. Like it was a little, like, she's just, I don't know. You're leaving. You're going where? <laughs> What's going on? Like it's a, she, was a, she was a little more annoyed with just everything. Uh, where
0: are we? What's next? Um, Oh, we see, she runs into Herb uh, and he's like, He's the neighborhood watch. We we get the cute bit of him being like, "All oh, the candy's been stolen," and we see Pietro running behind with the kids. All the bumbkins have been smashed, and that happens. Um, and she's like, "Well, Vision can help you." And we get like a one another one of those moments where he's like, "What do you want me to do? Do you need me to change what I'm doing to make you happy?" And she like very mm-hmm. like, "Oh no, don't! Oh, never mind. It's okay. It's okay." Um, and I couldn't quite. I still am not sure. I wanted to see what all of y'all thought. In the previous episode, we got the bit of Agnes saying, oh, do you want me to take it from the top when Vision didn't respond the way it was, quote unquote, supposed to be. Right. I think Wanda is confused about this. Like, I don't think it seems like she's controlling these scenes. Right? I don't know. Because she, like, doesn't engage with the, like, We want to restart this sitcom scene we're doing? Like, she doesn't really engage with that, Right.
1: It's all. It's all feeling a little like Twilight Zone. It's a good yeah. life, little boy. Like they're all, I, I, they're all having a growing awareness. Maybe not of the whole thing of what's going on, but they have a growing awareness of if Wanda is like confused or displeased in some way, you have to like correct it really quickly or something bad.
4: So earlier in the. Well, first off, I'll say I'm not a big fan of shows like Lost and other shows where it's like you got to examine every second of every frame to figure out what's going on. So like Crystal was saying earlier, you never really know what is a deliberate moment and what's just kind of thrown in there to get people talking. Personally, I think it's a lot more of the latter. Like I think a lot of it's thrown out there because it makes sense and it'll get people talking. But I don't think it's like, you know, that always sunny, like putting things on the board meme. Yeah. Earlier in the season, I did think that maybe Herb and Agnes in particular, that some of them were like aware, maybe they were working for Hydra, maybe they were working for Sword, that some of the people in Westview knew what were going on and were kind of managing Wanda on the inside. But I feel like we've seen enough now that it's more likely that Wanda is controlling, you know, Agnes and Herb to... I just don't think Wanda likes it when anyone breaks a fourth wall because Wanda's goal is to lose herself in this fantasy too. It's not like she's walking around thinking, ah, yes, I am controlling a thousand people to give my, myself the life I want. I think she wants to set it in motion and then kind of forget it and just enjoy it. And so these little moments of tension where Agnes asks, you know, do you want me to take it from the top? Like Wanda doesn't want you breaking the fourth wall. Wanda wants you to like make it work.
0: Mm. That's, Mm, like a strict retail loss. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just work it out. Uh, Crystal, what do you think?
2: Yeah, I, I think I totally agree. It It's unclear to me that Wanda has actually any control over what's going on, even though she kind of admits it later, which it was a really cool scene with her and Pietro yeah. talking. She's like, I don't know. I don't know how it all started. But she kind of admits that like she was out of control and 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 that now she's in some semblance of control but it's still really unclear what bits are what and i i don't know if the show will ever be able to properly resolve all of that um i think there's going to be a lot of hand waving it was uh, it was this all along and we'll just we'll be fine with that yeah
0: yeah i do think mm. it will be hard to like actually 100% explain 100% of the shit
2: yeah like what was going on with the kids cuz that ca- that came up last episode and this one and i didn't really get it there weren't any kids and then right. someone was like where are the kids and
0: now there's kids right. and now there's kids yeah
1: no I was i think there's kids because vision called her out on it right. and was like where are those kids and she's like, <laughs> she's like You're right where are
0: those that? kids <laughs> uh tom what do you think
3: i am not sure but this is this is the spot in the episode where I started to think is this a movie that got broken up into ten parts like I you know, because, like, there's no, like, you're were what you were saying about loss. like, there's no, um, there's no, like, I guess there's kind of an arc to each episode, but, like, there's no, it doesn't, nothing, like, most episodic television, you know, something wraps up, like, we get a full storyline, I guess, an arc, essentially, in an episode. It just seems like it's, like, to be continued every time. So, I don't know, that's just, that, this is where, in the episode where I started to have that thought.
1: I don't mm. know. Now, this is definitely like a serialized cliffhanger show. Like it's an OMG moment show. Like it's really, I mean, it's, it's all going to have like probably one master arc. And it, if there are little mini arcs, it definitely seems to be,
3: I don't know, but like not clear yet. Yeah. It just, I mean, I'm not just, I'm not saying it's good or it's bad. I'm just saying it's different. And it just makes me, it just makes me wonder though, like, no, I guess this did start out as a, a TV project. It's just it's starting to feel like a um, a spread out movie a little bit. That's neither I here nor can... there. Who cares? Moving on. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I do wonder, like, what the what would the different enjoyment levels be if this was released in a bingeable nine episode chunk um, versus week by week. Ian you and I have discussed a lot like we're loving the week by week as much as it's like driving us a little nuts now um, just the waiting but like I like that I'm happy because I was a you and I were huge lost fans I love putting little puzzle piece shit together I think that's a big reason why I'm as invested in this as I am and not just some like passive observer I feel like oh great I can just take some active role and I can like do my own little like tinkering and I can think about it and things can sort of knock around in my head and I'm kind of like cool with that like over analytical it's never really going to be resolved satisfied thing but like obviously there's a huge chunk of folks who are not about that life um so would that have been a better thing for it to be like bingeable in one thing you wouldn't be so like oh that's a moment that's a moment that's a moment like you would have just kind of experienced it all. you
3: know what? this thing. makes me think i gotta take back what i just said because you know what it, it is it is so it does make you think it's a very artistic in the way it's done it's not like other tv shows and i'm constantly complaining about you know, movies and TV shows that are being made for the lowest common denominator Made, you know, just like corporate comedy, things like that. And this is very different. So, you know what, I'm mm-hmm. going to, maybe I'm just getting um, frustrated because of, like you said, the, the spreading it out yeah. week by week.
1: Well, and I think it's interesting you say that because this is the biggest corporation with their biggest brand doing this. <laughs> Like so, oh, but, but but like it's, it's interesting that like it feels that way. I think that's a big credit to the show that it's like this is the biggest branded piece of content. That's, like out it's right kind now. of like and Marvel's
3: like it. we're doing a little indie movie. We're going to release it at the Lemley <laughs> Sunset Five. Um, <laughs> you know, it's like they're giving people the per- permission to make something artistic without the risk of having it to be a, a giant movie. It can be like it'll be on our yeah. little TV channel.
0: Yeah. Well, so then we cut to Vision walking down the street, and he's walking towards, I guess, one assumes the edge of town, which is what uh, Darcy and Monica see later, where there's no one moving. And I thought this scene was, like, really good. I liked him walking through, because they're playing the, like, silly Malcolm in the Middle sitcom music, when actually it's like, ooh, this is terrible, because these people, he sees that woman and, the like, her husband behind her just, like, repeating the same actions over and over right. again. And like,
1: a single tear running down her face. Yeah. And they're doing the, like, Beck mouth. And, Malcolm, like, the... Yeah. Boop, boop, boop. It's so dark. It's so great. It's exactly like...
0: <laughs> it really I, is. I love this. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so, then we cut to Vision Sees the Woman Crying. We cut to commercial. And I got to say, this commercial feels so true to the early 2000s that my brain thought it was a commercial. Like I really was like,
4: right. oh, mm-hmm. this
0: is like a Dunkaroos commercial. I can go pee.
1: I really wanted a Gushers. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> this commercial was also like one of the more chilling commercials. Because um, it's like, he gives this child magic, and then the child dies. Steve, what do you think? What do we think this term? Com- because the, the other commercials were more like very explicitly, oh, this is about this. This is about this. This one felt like... I didn't quite know explicitly what it was about, other than like, oh, magic will be the downfall of whatever is going on.
4: Yeah. I. So I have to say, I have been late in deciphering the commercials. Like, those are the one things I, w- I look up each week, because I'm like, what are they referencing here? But I do think that this one was referencing, like, the repetitive tasks, because the kid couldn't open the stupid yeah. yogurt thing. And it, he just perished trying to open his yogurt over and over and over again uh so i feel like yeah it's the repetitive task thing it might have to do with the fact that kids were like off screen and now are suddenly all here but i did love the darkness and i love when claymation artists get work <laughs> in general <laughs> so Fair. um i i so what
0: do you think of this from her? Oh, tom yeah i
3: was just gonna say the i think the parallel between what uh you guys mentioned about um her acting as far as like She's no longer Mary Tyler Moore. it's sort of this like uh, it things are getting darker in the world of sitcoms um, you know black comedy is becoming a thing D- wait is that the right term black comedy black black humor
0: yeah. dark humor black humor black uh, dark dark humor dark yes, humor. dark gallows humor probably <laughs>
3: um, so I thought it was it was uh I don't know it's just an interesting
0: parallel what's happening there. Uh, Crystal, what do you think of the commercial?
2: Yes, same. I, I just loved it. It was very surprising. And it was the, the probably the darkest thing that's happened on the show so far. And then maybe it gets even a little bit darker later in the episode, but it's nice to see that happening. Um, yeah.
0: Yeah. But literally, after this commercial, my notes just have been all caps. So much keeps happening. <laughs> because then we cut to Pietro and Wanda, and he just kind of lays out exactly what's or what the audience perceives as what's going on, right? He just says, like, so you're controlling this whole town. Uh, Ethically, you kept the kids sleeping, but then you brought them out for Halloween for a cameo. You don't want to traumatize them too much. Um, And he just kind of, like, says the thing. But Wanda does say that she doesn't really know. She just is like, oh, I had all this grief, and then suddenly this was here, which I think is the biggest indicator of, like, she's not completely in control, Um, But so he also says, which I feel like we have all been thinking, when she's like, what happened to your accent? And he immediately says, what happened to yours? I thought that was like really good. Mm. Yeah, it was. um, It's interesting
1: thinking of this in terms of like, okay, what exactly is this is this Peter Pietro doing here? Like, is he really him? The same Mephisto. Uh, The shark is Mephisto to me. Like, so I think like it's it's (laughs) it's a matter of like he does not seem in any way controlled by Wanda's influence. He does not seem, uh, and he instinctively immediately knows what's going on in the in. Doesn't he say that he's there to give her grief?
0: That's true. He does. Yes. Well, he's
1: very. He's like basically stating he's like someone is, you know, you summoned me and I'm serving a very specific, like fourth wall breaking like, role in this, in this moment in your life right now.
2: But I thought that was an interesting, yeah, an interesting phrase, give you grief because it's like grief is the thing she's trying to avoid. And mm-hmm. presumably the reason the whole town exists. So if she did make a deal with the devil, the devil wouldn't come and then give you the grief back because he wants her to stay happy. Presumably it's it was just kind of like an interesting choice. It made me wonder like, what is his purpose here? And who who well, sent him? And is this like her subconscious saying you need to deal with this shit?
4: What mm. that was my boyfriend's take. Was that Pietro was her subconscious and her own sense of guilt like manifesting as something that was familiar to her, but external to like give her perspective that she wasn't accepting on her own? I honestly I took this to be very literal, because I was
1: like, okay, if he's cause what we've all but what they took a lot of time last episode to to make clear is that every person in this world is physically really for real there. The, the even though the kids were invented, even though you right. know mm-hmm. blah blah blah, with vision. So like this guy is really there, whoever he really is. If he if he is from a, if he was pulled from a different uh, multiverse, uh, or if he's like someone else wearing a disguise. I, that's why I read this as if. You know, actually contrary to Crystal, your point was like, I was thinking more like, oh, this is exactly like if 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 Mephisto like did set this up. I'm going with that theory. Like if he did set this up to be like, hey, we're going to pre- make this little sandbox where you're going to be in control of kind of what I've allowed you to be in control of um, in order to do that. And this would be the part at which, all right, I'm going to actually get in there and because you're starting to become aware too much of what's going on, like all these little problems. I think he honestly has showed up at this point to say, listen, I know you're wise to the following things. Um, I'm now going to help you just put them away because like, all right, good. I, I think you're, you're not such a bad person. Yeah. You're doing this, but you're doing that. Mm. Like, I think He's there to like settle her, Fear, so that she goes on doing it and stops interrogating what she's doing.
3: So, the rules are, yeah, they got established. Like, oh, if we shoot those pants, like they're made from something that already existed. But so, are the kid, are the two boys that the, the babies that were born were came from her? So they're physically, they have been created in that realm, right? And but are they the only things that have? I've oh, Got it. This is
0: confusing. You know what I'm saying? I think yes to the answer. I think yes. So like yes. they're
3: new, they're new creations, but they're based from her. Therefore, it follows that rule. Everyone else, like
1: they're really there, but that's sort of the mystery right now. It's like they're not based on some other kid that's really there. They're not based on babies who are there. They're not based okay.
3: on anything. And the vision either. is based on like a piece of his computer or whatever that existed right right? yeah probably his
0: remains that she got from sword yeah
3: um so is i'm just working through this here so (laughs) um is her brother physically been created in this new space by her from something well
0: that's what we don't know or so that the theory the theory here jump into the hex bubble from so the theory well what one might assume, they've been talking a lot about doing, like, quote-unquote, a multiverse for Marvel, where, like, there are different universes, and they can, like, you know, because it's sci-fi, so, like, that's, like, very, you know, shit they do, um, and that he could be a parallel universe being the X-Men movie universe, like, he could literally have been pulled from that universe, because she can't, she says she can't bring someone back to life, she can't create something, she can just bend reality, so, like, she couldn't create him. So that's why some people either think he is Mephisto or he's, like, the Quicksilver pulled from, like, the X-Men movie reality and brought, like, she needed someone, she needed her brother there. So he was, yeah. like, somehow pulled out of a different, like, parallel universe. Oh, but wait, but
3: wait, there was that shot of him where he was, like, like dead. The same way mm, that right. Vision was dead.
1: Right. So this is what was tripping me up is because he's not behaving like he's got the backstory of X-Men universe. Like, he's not talking, like, none of that. Like, he's behaving completely as, like, I'm from Sokovia. I was given these powers via the Mind Stone, like you were. I was shot and killed in Sokovia. I have awareness of my death, and then I urge you in a different area. So, like, he's not bringing in any of the, like, whatever they gave him, whatever the storyline they gave him in the X-Men universe, like, he was living in his mom's, I don't know what kind of reality
0: But the acting is the same, though, like, the act, literally, the literal acting of the character is more that Pietro than the MCU's Pietro. See, that's why it's, like, foggy to me, But it's, like, yeah, she
3: somehow got his body, like, what if those flashbacks are, like, the the real, the actual, like, dead body of Vision and the dead body, like, maybe he was buried, maybe her brother was buried in Westview? I don't know Never mind.
1: Well, like m- maybe they pull, like maybe she pulled Evan Peters, like that character's from the X Men universe's body, and then like the identity got pulled from like this. Re- it's a little, yeah, it's a little mix and match for me.
4: Personally, so I, I Ian and Adam may remember from my appearance during the X-Men series, I am a big hater of the Fox X-Men <laughs> movies and want nothing more than for them to be erased from reality. Uh, and so this episode was a big relief to me when it made it pretty clear that this Evan Peters was not <laughs> that Evan Peters. <laughs> and I really do think, especially after the, this episode, that this was just funny casting and is not any sort of nod toward a multiverse or making the Fox movies canon in any way. Because I think even Marvel at this point has to stand back and realize Evan Peters is one of the few point like high points of the Fox yeah. movies. And Aaron Taylor Johnson was not particularly uh, memorable as Quicksilver. So this feels like a fun way to play with like the meta TV aspects of WandaVision and like give a little nod toward the Fox fans and also show off as like, yeah, we bought the world so we can do this if we want to. Um, but I don't think there's going to be any sort of like a lot of people are waiting for Magneto to show or Magneto, I guess <laughs> uh, um, to show up. And I don't think any of that's going to happen. I think this was just their like cute little nod of like, yeah, we bought this. We can use this. And Evan Peters is funny and also works for a TV <sighs> but budget. Know
3: but, but that being said, come on, there's like he's got enough jobs. Give somebody else a chance. I'm available.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> That's the
2: thing. Like, if the whole show is premised around like trying to figure out what's going on, if they just cast the wrong Quicksilver just for shits and giggles, it's it kind of uh, undermines. The mystery of the show because it's like, well, was that just for fun or is it actually because of X, Y, Z? Like, and so I hope that I hope that it wasn't just like this is for fun. Also, Cause, we because why would Mephisto yeah. become as the wrong one?
3: We also for, forget that it falls under the category of things that they do on a sitcom, like New Becky, Old Becky.
2: That's true, right? You know, or Old
3: Becky, New Becky, back to Old Becky. So who knows? We might also get the other um the other pietro
4: mm-hmm. we don't know well also doesn't aaron taylor johnson not really act very much oh. anymore is that true uh i mean i i don't I think he's been in anything for I don't a little know if while that's,
0: Like on purpose or
4: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's shady it's very shady i mean doesn't he just like not really get work anymore
3: why would he not get work anymore <laughs> I mean, don't like as soon as you do one of these movies and you're a hot attractive straight white man, you get to do a thousand more projects. I'm not angry, I'm not angry. He was in Tenet, you guys. I'm looking
1: it up.
2: <laughs> yeah, I've just googled him and he's still really oh, ripped, really? so that must mean he's working.
1: He's in the King's yeah. Man, <laughs> he's in the, the King's Man, he's in the King's coming Man out. coming out. Yeah, yeah.
3: So So maybe he was just like, yeah, yeah, Marvel, I had fun. Peace.
1: Yeah, maybe he just didn't <laughs> have the best time. I mean, he could be like, um like a Hugo weaving
0: who's yeah. just like oh, thank you. Oh, yeah, that guy like vocally hated those movies, didn't he? Oh, <laughs> also,
1: yeah, th-
3: yeah. there I assume that you're under contract as soon as you do one, like you have to be saying, or because he got killed off, it doesn't matter.
0: He... Mm. I think that like in the earlier movies, they didn't have those contracts. I think now it's like even if you're like a one-off character, they probably are like, just in case here's a contract that you have to come back for a hundred more movies if we decide to.
4: <laughs> right. But there is a little, like Wanda said something last episode, right, about like, you know, he looks this way so it's not as traumatic or something. And I felt like that was a nod to, you know, this isn't a multiverse thing. We recast. It's funny. It's fun. Don't overthink it.
1: Yeah. I don't. They seem to be really easing us into the multiverse, like especially with the kind of like fakesies way they did it in um, The Last Spider-Man. Like it seems to be like we're not going to like fully do it yet because this did seem to be like god they're really not like they're kind of dipping their toe into this is a multiverse thing versus just like oh yeah he's got a different face on like it's not they're not really opening up that can of worms yet
0: i mean yeah i don't i don't know i know i did but i know a lot of people might not have in agents of shield they would do that a lot in the earlier seasons where it'd be like i remember a woman who later became an inhuman and had like spikes coming out of her ruth nega was the actress who played the character it was like oh she's a telepath but telepaths cannot exist in this universe that is not a thing and it's like you're in a universe where like there was an alien invasion and like a thunder god exists why are we so reluctant to accept that a telepath could exist um and then it ended up being that the woman wasn't a telepath which i thought was pfft. but i feel like marvel gets a little bit of that and i feel like it is almost to dip their toe in where it's like Ooh, we're gonna say this can't possibly happen but it might happen later like as like a cute week
4: well wandavision is also going to be the first test of like what will disney be willing to put in the tv shows versus Mm. the movie like because you know the inclination is to think like the tv shows are going to be secondary especially because of things like agents of shield and the netflix shows were which like were MCU, but weren't the MCU in any way that mattered. So I think by the time WandaVision is done, we're going to have a good idea of what they're willing to put in TV shows. But part of me still thinks like, you know, don't hold your breath for mutant stuff. Don't hold your breath for the multiverse because it is still a TV show. See,
0: I think, I think now because it, it is still like Disney TV doesn't exist. Uh, Or Marvel TV doesn't exist. Like, there is no TV branch. It's all the same. That's why I think maybe they're a little bit more willing to, like, you know, we're going to see Monica get her, or at least we've, like, been hinted at her getting her powers in this show. You know, whoever they're going to meet is probably going to be an important character. I don't know 100% if it's Reed Richards, but I think it will be someone who is important later.
4: I was going to say, I hope we get a chance to discuss who uh, Monica's friend might be. They're really telegraphing it. She's like,
1: (laughs) remember my friend from episode five?
4: He's going to be here in episode seven.
0: (laughs) They really are. Uh, So we learned that little Tommy has super speed. I love Wanda being like, if you're going to break the sand barrier, take your brother. So then Pietro says, like, kick ass. And she whispers, kick ass. and like, That was weird. Yeah. Like th- that has to be a reference to the movie, right? That just yeah. feels like so weird. I don't know. Is
3: Kickass a, a comic book property? Oh
1: Jesus! Marvel, mm-hmm. yeah. But like, Aaron Taylor Johnson like is Kickass, so it was very like, is she remembering?
0: <laughs> yeah, Aaron Taylor. It was Johnson... so many
1: layers? I was like, wait a minute, this is this reality is really. Oh. Okay,
0: Ar- Tom, to explain to you, Aaron Taylor Johnson plays Kickass, who is the superhero in that comic book movie, um, and Evan What's Peters
3: like, plays his movie? best friend. Wasn't it about a kid? Was he a kid? They're, they're younger,
4: but it's super violent. There's It's not a kid's movie. And to make it even more confusing, Kick-Ass the comic did debut under Marvel Comics' creator-owned imprint. So the creators of the book owned the character completely. Marvel had no claim to them, and they didn't exist in the shared Marvel universe. But once that imprint folded, the book continued at another publisher. Yeah. Oh. So it... Is not a Marvel comic, but it was first published you have by a degree Marvel Comics
3: in comic. Like, <laughs> I,
4: you know, you say that as a joke, but I actually do. I went to an individualized study school, and my concentration was comic books. I wasn't books joking. Wow. Like, I was hey. for
3: real. Because, like, <laughs> I'm Steve just like the flex. I was just as you're talking. I'm like, oh my god. Like, should I go to grad school? Because, like, this is interesting. <laughs> Shit, and I could take the amount of time I'm spending on thinking about this and become a therapist. I don't know. Okay. Any, enough about <laughs> me, guys.
0: <laughs> Tom like turning it into therapy.
1: Evan Peters also was in
0: kick-ass as well. Yeah, that's he was he was the best friend. So glad um, all these arrogant. straight men get
1: to work all the time. Anyway. Yeah, you get to a
0: <laughs> Tom, when are you showing up as a sassy gay neighbor in WandaVision? I will
1: be our third I will over. not be exploited like that. I did have
3: no, I, so occasionally I have, no, I can't talk about it. I signed an NDA, you know, you have auditions or any. things and you're like, what show is it? like, what
4: is this? What is this for?
3: <laughs> anyway.
4: Well, when, um when eternal, so eternals coming up is I believe is confirmed to have a gay character. And I don't think it's the same one as the Asian eternal, but I remember both Joel Kim booster and Bowen Yang Realizing they had more than likely auditioned for the gay character and not got it. <laughs> oh, no, no. After the fact, <laughs> that's funny.
1: No one. That's another thing. As we're talking about like who's going into the movies, who's going into TV, I know there's been a lot of chatter about um what really like Disney will like uh, like basically allow because like certain markets are like you have to like. Don't you have to like to cut like queer content out? Right. Yeah. Like that. Like, so I mean, like, that's a thing where they're, that's kind of a reckoning that's coming, especially as we introduce two little queer characters in this one who may just stay in TV world or may jump to movies, but blah, 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 blah. But, like, like what's everyone's fear? They're not going to give like, us what we want. You know, they won't. I know. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, but, like, that's my thing with this episode. I was like very, very suspicious. Obviously, in episode three, time when you were in that, I was like, "They're just okay. They're bringing in a baby. It's fine." Um, But like, they're like fully—they're giving Billy a POV. Like he's talking on the camera. He's put—they put him in the Wiccan costume. Like these are more than just little Easter eggs. These are just like they're fully creating personalities and identities in the universe for these characters. So it really, really feels like they are.
3: What's interesting, though, is that I obviously I can't remember which of the characters becomes gay or what even their names are. So, like, and you guys (laughs) were like, they're giving us so much, uh, so many queer layers to this character. And I'm like, sitting here listening, I'm like, are you projecting? Because I did not experience that at all. I didn't see it. I didn't notice it. So I, like, I, I don't know if it's, In some ways, I don't know if they're even, I don't know. I just, I don't know, you guys.
1: Oh, I'm projecting. (laughs) I'm projecting, like, a movies in the park. Like, I'm, (laughs) like, I am, like, totally projecting. That is the
3: greatest thing I have (laughs)
1: ever heard. But... like does not mean it can't have I don't know it just it feels like it's like again like this is like this is Marvel they don't do a bunch of like shit like that again if they were gonna ignore the characters they would have just been like alright they're gonna be babies because like, in that <laughs> <Yeah>. comics run <laughs> in that comics run they were just fucking babies if they weren't gonna have like a, a fucking impact on the story um or be utilized in a way like when they like invest the time into like a character
0: tens
1: to like go well, places. Well, look, we're um, gonna
3: like they wouldn't set these kids up to be aging this quickly if we couldn't get them to like hot 21 year olds by the end of this that's series.
1: It. <laughs> and every and every other member of their team basically already has like a, a self contained like movie or show in the works. Like so, they're they're building the team. Like it's it's gonna happen. It's just a matter of like, are yeah. they going? to – Is there going to be like a TV locked universe? Or a movie thing. Like, oh. I'm, I'm still confused even what's even going to show up on movie screen. Maybe nothing. Maybe cinemas, cinemas will be gone. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
3: well, that's the thing. <laughs> TV and cinema may have merged into one sort of with coronavirus. Uh, like, what if movies don't come back and like it's all home entertainment? And like, I personally would rather watch, a, a you know, a TV show so I can invest in the characters and keep coming back to it. So maybe, maybe this is the future of cinema is these big budget sort of limited run things.
1: I mean, I'm definitely getting more emotionally invested in this show than I have in a lot of the other stuff. So. Mm -hmm. I,
0: I mean, Tom is watching it and you haven't, you weren't really invested in Marvel stuff before, right? Tom. Yeah. No, I, I hadn't, I had not a cent invested. Um,
3: no, I mean, I've gone to see some, you know, I, I'm, I, I, also, I joke. I'm mostly being devil's advocate. Uh, I have seen many of the Marvel things, but like, I just don't. They don't like. They don't live in my heart the way they live in some of your hearts. You
1: know what I'm saying? Oh, I can't wait to you to get cast in one of these things and be on a press junket and like <laughs> sing a different. song.
3: <laughs> like the time for me to have been get to, uh, that ship has sailed. So I'm 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 not <laughs> holding my breath. But, but in case it does happen, yes, I will, I will, <laughs> as soon as I get cast in one, I will be like, this is a dream I've always had. Uh, <laughs> dreams come true. They do.
1: Yeah. yeah Marvel is telling stories that are, it's, it's an age old tradition. It's, you know, it started with cave paintings on walls and this is just a collective story. No, I'm also
3: burnt out because I have been auditioning for. Uh, Marvel things for since it's start and it's never happened. So I'm just like,
4: oh. Tom, they might keep aging up Billy and Tommy and you could be Billy in oh, season that's three. What, that's what people want. Please. The people want that. <laughs> yes. No, I, wa- I want
0: he that.
1: Billy, who is antagonistic to the <laughs> guy.
0: Tom in a press junket being like, I was even once on a podcast and I said, Billy made me cry. And the host said, shut up. Faggot. Why are you crying? <laughs> <laughs> well, we did say, we
1: did say, let's get, uh, let's get, yo, let's get Billy to Puerto Vallarta. <laughs> <laughs> guys,
3: I swear. I'm not that I'm not this crabby. I'm just to do it on your podcast to like, you know, to, to create rivalry and
1: we need that extra flavor. Yeah, because otherwise it would <laughs> it just be a suck. bunch of
3: fanboys you know, jerking off about how much they love it. I, we need someone to stop the circle jerk. <laughs> and Tom is up for the
0: job. <laughs> Let me get
3: my hand in there so I can stop it from happening. Okay. Stop. <laughs> so, okay I see starting Happy Valentine's again. day, everyone. Stop. Oh, don't,
0: stop, don't.
2: okay.
3: Enough with that. Bit.
0: Anyway, going back to the show. I, uh...
2: I have a question and it's related to, Something about about five minutes ago, but we were talking about like the TV show feeling like a new thing versus the 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 cinematic, the films that we've had, and it just made me think right. like, it, do we think the show is still going to end with them fighting a giant CGI baddie? Because that would be so disappointing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I I think Wanda will have some kind of like fight. I think. I think her and Vision are going to have, like, a cool fight. But I think eventually, yeah. I do think there will be... I don't know if it'll be as, like, CGI-heavy. Like, it might just be, like, her... And I, I mean, I kind of like... That's the shit I always liked in superhero stuff as a kid. Is like, someone who would shoot blasts. Like, that's the shit I kind of, like, enjoy watching. I don't know why. But, like, I would always want to, like, shoot something from my hand as a kid. That was, like... I wanted my power to be, like like ill-defined energy shooting out of my hand totally <laughs> <I
1: wanted>. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: well no, they are it's no longer ill-defined for Wanda um Pietro has defined it as the
4: wiggly Woos. <laughs> yes the wiggly Woos. what what crystal described as like my worst fear mm. for the show and was like the reason I was a little nervous about investing too much I thought ep- what was episode four was the one that like pulled back the curtain and we got like yeah. everything with Darcy yeah. right. Mm-hmm. I was worried that was going to blow it for me, blow it for me there then and there. But I was, I'm still into it. I'm enjoying that aspect of it. But I'm such a like sitcom child. Like I grew up with Nick at Night and TV Land. So that's what's like really thrilling me with this series. And I am worried that we're headed toward the like third act CGI uh, meltdown that we keep an getting. army of I mean, CGI demons.
3: I think, no. I think it, I'm going to take a stab and say that I think it's going to stay true to um, being thoughtful and more of a heady piece and less about the CGI. Pew, 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 pew.
4: You know, I hope so. I hope we just get like uh, the Roseanne sitcom ending from the 90s where it was all a well, dream. I mean, that's she that's all what, imagined it.
0: That, that's what right this whole right? show <laughs> is,
4: is. It's all a dream. So I'm sure
3: that's
0: where it's going. <laughs> well, see, I I would like a, a somewhere in the middle. I would like still true to this show, but I feel like there needs to be some kind of climax. Um, it's kind of like whenever we review like Marvel movies or like Buffy episodes or whatever, it's like, oh, well, we, there needs to be a fight. Like you can't have a superhero mm. genre anything without there being a fight. But what if the fight's in your mind?
2: Well, my other <laughs> tension with it is that the other option is... It's it's all Wanda going nuts and um it's just woman on the verge and someone get her a hysterectomy because women can't take it. And like I ho- I don't know I don't know where <laughs> yeah. the happy medium is between those two, because I don't want either of those things to happen.
0: Yeah, and I mean, Steve, I think you'll probably agree with me. Like it's been a little of that in the comics
4: with her history, oh, right? God. Where it's been like,
0: oh, she's she's well, been yeah, like so- hysterical and she, you know, doesn't can't control her powers because of it.
4: Yeah, Wanda in the comics has had a real go of her entire character history because in 2005, she was the catalyst of like the – or 2004, she was a catalyst of like the entire Avengers team melting down uh, and – three of them got killed numerous ones went like crazy and were off the board for a while all because Wanda lost her mind. And then she completely remakes reality because she's upset. And then she destroys most of the mutant race because she's upset. So her most recurring plot theme has been losing her mind and, um, you know, not being able to control her chaos magic. So I do think that's a, as a comic fan, it's fascinating to watch WandaVision I think thread the needle so far like she's Mm -hmm. sympathetic she's doing her best to hold on she's been through trauma we have the you know the military industrial complex standing in for like the way the world has mistreated her so I will be curious how they stick the landing and I don't know like as a storyteller and as a fan I don't know if it's better to have Wanda be influenced by someone outside or if it's better to have this be all on her but to you know give her some autonomy in solving it and i'll be curious how they do that with the remaining episodes
3: all i know is if if they don't use the recording of liza minnelli singing i'm losing my mind uh <laughs> <at> some point <laughs> in the show i will be angry <laughs> am i losing I want- my mind <laughs> or are you just
1: being kind <laughs> No, it's not going to end with like a big CG battle. It's going to end with like spotlight Wanda, and she's going to do maybe this. <laughs> oh time. God, no. no! If Glee, no. if Glee is on the horizon, it's gonna be. It's gonna oh be God, me.
3: no! Musical numbers, maybe no! This time. <laughs> Oh God, you guys! We, it's gonna happen. We're manifesting it. One, oh God, it's happening. Wait,
0: Wanda Vision singing a very awful, like f- f- fucking auto tune bad romance. No, <laughs> oh, wait, 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 it's
1: gotta be. It's gotta be. Way, it's gotta be from twenty seventeen. It's gotta be just <laughs> old enough. <laughs> <laughs> um, but oh, wait,
3: and I, the whole reason yes. I started watching the show was for Emma Caulfield. Where is she? What's
1: happening? Do we know I well she blew town, I guess. She was she was the one who <laughs> managed to escape. <laughs> she,
0: she was like, I'm getting the fight. Out of here. Her. <laughs> uh I do know that she is. IMDB at least tells us that she is in four episodes. So we've had two so far. Yeah, we've gotten two. But she was in she's... this one though.
3: If you're a, if what? you're in a photograph in an episode, that counts that you'll be credited. Oh. Uh, Wait, was she it. in a photo in this? Didn't we see photos of them?
1: When they run the wall, like when?
3: No, I don't. I don't think that, that was last episode. episode. But that would be her third.
1: No, but I think no, because Dottie was one of the ones with Agnes who was not right. like put up on the bulletin board, being like, right? Her real name is Jim. Would have like it. it but was they did
2: show like flashbacks their... of her because they talked to her through the radio, didn't
0: they? Yes. Right. Yeah, they did show. Mm. But so at least there would be one more because that was only well, that many, was only How many, many have they listed
3: on IMDb? Have they listened past what we've? Got or um, do, they, do they list all the episodes?
0: Oh god, my i My computer's gonna die. Let
3: me plug it in real quick. Hold on.
0: Um now I'm
4: looking. Hmm. This let's is where see.
1: everyone goes to IMDB. This is very everybody. <laughs> this is I hope you all understand this is very important to we understand if she's coming back or not.
4: I'm still playing through in my mind. That you just keep aging the kids until we get to like Leslie Jordan playing <laughs> <Stop> Billy <man. laughs> and Wanda <mommy laughs> having to deal with like her sassy old gay son. How
3: dare you! How dare you say me and then and then Leslie Jordan? <laughs>
1: it's just a jump from Tom to Leslie Jordan <gasps> look to corpse. Yeah. To
0: co- <laughs> Wait. So now IMDb has her listed only in those two episodes. It doesn't have her listed in anything else. Mm, and how? But how many lists,
3: How many episodes did they have listed up there so far?
0: Well, that's the thing, because for for Herb, it says three, and he's now been in three. I think that character, and it says the mailman. Like, I think it might just be
3: no. But how many how many total episodes are listed up on IMDb? Because well, it has all them listed, but it doesn't have the cast no, but for every to- episode. But like, like how many episodes? Nine. There's nine episodes. Okay, and we're up to what? Six. We're two thirds
1: uh, of the way six. through. We've done six of nine. Yeah.
3: So they don't say they don't lo- they don't list the cast for the the ones that haven't aired yet.
0: Yeah, IMDb sometimes, because it did say Emma Caulfield is in four, and I do know she's at least in one other episode, because there's a bit of her looking in, like, I think they're going to do a Modern Family riff, and it looks like she's in that, like, there's her smelling flowers in color. Oh, so. I was wondering what that was from.
3: Okay, good. Phew! Yeah. Oh, my, now I can rest easy. Okay,
1: also... Well, <laughs> temperature reps in two, so we're getting her
0: again. Also,
3: um, if you guys haven't read Ian's uh interview with Emma, mm-hmm. I fully... Wept like hard. Oh, she has some.
0: Oh, what are you crying about, Tom? It was so
3: (laughs) moving. You got her to,
1: (laughs) it was great. It was, it was. He talked, he asked her
3: about being a gay icon, and she had some really sweet things to say. So please go and read that, everyone. What's it on jukebox, junker? What, uh, junkie, junkie. (laughs) Oh my god, I I turn more and more into B. Arthur every day.
0: (laughs) I was just gonna say, I love
1: this new caustic tone.
0: Yeah, she was, she was a delight. She was very charming. Um, the first thing I did was mention being friends with Tom. Um, That's why she and, opened yeah. up. I will take all credit now <laughs> for your article. Uh, yes, thank you, Tom, for assembling that article for me. Um, <laughs> moving on, so we get Darcy Wu and uh, Monica. They're, like, catching their plan. Darcy reveals that Darcy, like, does some hacking, gets into Hayward's system. He can he kind of is keeping track of the town more than he let let on. He's like can see inside. They're tracking vision. Right. Darcy does like a little bit of like a explanation info dump, which I'm gonna do because we don't need to really discuss too much. She mentions that Monica's blood has been rewritten like three times from going in and out, um, and that it might not.
1: Up- I'm like, she's like, your blood is mutating. Your blood type it <laughs> is X. Like it was very like I was like, okay, we're doing your so magic doing that. now. It's happening.
0: <laughs> uh, Darcy says she's going to stay behind because she wants to break through whatever last encryption Hayward has on his file. We don't know if she did or did not break in because then we cut away to Wu and Monica leaving. We cut to Vision at the edge of town. He's kind of like, hello, ma'am, what are you doing? He's very like politely trying to talk to these frozen people. But then he flies up into the sky. He sees a car stopped at ellis ave which is where wanda told the kids they couldn't go beyond um which is also the name of the president in the marvel universe he was the president in the first few
4: iron man movies and in agents of really yes but i was also trying to drive myself crazy figuring out what ellis could be a reference to i don't i feel like it's nothing because The reason the president in Iron Man movies is called Ellis is probably because of Warren Ellis, because he had a defining run on Iron Man that led directly into how he was portrayed in the movies. But Warren Ellis has had almost nothing to do with the Vision or the Scarlet Witch. And last year he got exposed as like a big sex creep. So I don't think he's getting a nod. And I could not figure out any other sort of Ellis that would have any relevance to What if it's like a
3: reference to Ellis Island because she's sort of built her own island and you have to like go through the border to... Yes.
4: That was very powerfully like undergrad English literature course I'm trying to impress you. And I like it. it, Is it it working?
0: (laughs) Tom, you're always impressive. Um, Vision flies down to that car. It's Agnes. We get the scene that we had kind of seen in the trailer... But goddamn, Catherine Han is just so good in, like, in everything. But in this, like, the way she's, like, babbling, trying to do sitcom lines, but, like, clearly frozen and not, like, functioning. I thought this scene was so good.
1: She's playing a lot of layers. Like, she's playing a lot of, like, um, like, it's something that a lot of these lost actors would have to do, which is, like, um, or even on Twin Peaks, they had to do this a lot, where it's, like, each of us could be the killer or we could not be. We have to play it as if it's both ways. <laughs> like yeah. there is a little bit like she really did have to do sitcom plus like be suspicious, but also maybe she is under duress. Like there's, it's, it's definitely like all the clues seem to be pointing to her. And then every time she has a scene, the clues point back away from her. So it's. Um, yeah.
2: This one, especially cause we actually saw her get freed briefly and, Mm-hmm. It didn't seem like she knew what was going on any more than anyone else did which was
1: surprising. I think she, I think she's too powerful of a witch to I think she's acted the whole thing was an act cuz I, I cuz that's my whole thing it was so and the, and this Anne will bring us into uh sort of the ending with vision. So my whole thing is I'm super suspicious of like every everybody a character that's my thing. But um so you have director Hayward who is tracking vision. I don't know how on earth he would know that he was trying to leave unless there was some inside person. So they And they were like ready to go get him the second he walked over there. And so the, what drew him to that edge was Agnes in the car and her with that big performance, whether that was real or not, was like, please, you have to help us. I mean, and then that's the thing. He is like shouting at them as he exits the barrier is please help everybody inside. So I feel like if, if if this was the two of them somehow working in tandem, because it's like, hey, okay, we need to get Visya to try to like get out of this barrier.
4: Hmm. Like that would be a
1: very good way to urge, him, like someone urging him to try to escape the barrier, knowing what would probably happen. Because like those th- that whole like sword team was way too on top of it right away.
2: I thought they'd been tracking him all along because of
1: because yeah. tracking him but like how would they know his motivate how would they know like he's trying to get out? True. Well, otherwise he'd just hang around inside the barrier all, all the time.
4: I was going to say, I mean they could just physically see that he's approaching the barrier and they're already posted up at the barrier. So I, some of what you're saying is compelling cuz I have been I was thinking Agnes was someone all along and then this scene with her did make me think okay maybe I was wrong because to Crystal's point earlier there are going to be things that do not logically add up. If we see Vision do his little zappy thing, Agnes, you know, breaks the character or whatever. And then we find out later that she was acting the whole time. Then like, what is the zappy thing? What did we see? That's where it starts to feel like logical inconsistencies. Like to me, if Agnes is someone after this, it's going to feel a little bit like cheating what we, we have seen on camera.
1: I think the, the what would explain that for me as a viewer would be when he did that to the other guy's co-worker, he was just a human being. Like, she's supposed to be, if she is like Agatha Harkness, she's supposed to be this like centuries-old, extremely powerful sorceress. So I mean, like, yeah, the the, the, the mind controls thing. I mean, if, if, if like that sort of power is already in her wheelhouse. Like she, it would make a little sense to me that she would have a little bit more domination. Over so that.
3: sorry. Is would you say Agatha?
1: Is that some... Um Agatha Harkness? Like it's, it's what a lot of people think Agnes's character secretly is in the comics. Cause like it was, she was the sort of like witchy caretaker of uh, the, I
3: was going to ask, is there any uh symbolism having to do with
1: her being a witch costume? I mean, that's the yes. thing. Like She's this huge witch in the, comics and like lose your point to that. She's got the switch outfit on. She's cackling. And are there
3: theories about the, 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 the boss man out, out the, this boss sword guy being a, like an evil monster so or mutant or
0: something. I read a theory. Wait, Tom, you saw, so you saw Captain Marvel, right? Yes. You mean Top Was Gun? Was that a you, line? Mean, <laughs> you mean Top Gun meets Star Wars? Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That one. So I did read a theory that he could be a Skrull, one of the, one of the uh, alien race we met in Captain Marvel, because mm-hmm. he seems, like, suddenly corrupt when, like, he was a family friend to Monica. And, like, it seems like they were cool up until, like, two weeks ago, they were cool. right? Mm-hmm. And it seemed like he was someone that she would, you know, have considered a friend, and, like, they knew each other pretty well. So it's like... Oh, like he—he he was super cool with her up until you know this started. So maybe he could be an like maybe Hayward did die, and this is a scroll taking his place or some shit. But also it could just be he's like an evil white dude in power, which still tracks.
1: I know. I was gonna say it was like it doesn't make sense. He's this like white guy in charge, and like he's suddenly not listening to all these
0: people of color and just throwing them out,
1: like not taking what things are
0: So that's like a theory I've read because he's not based on anyone in the comics. And it feels like at this point they're not adding new characters that aren't based on the comics. Mm. So maybe he could just be, uh, or maybe he could be something else, right? I don't know. But that's a theory that I kind of like because they are doing a Skrull Disney Plus series
4: in like a year or
0: two. So that could be it's like a
4: invasion. Yeah. Okay. Adding to it. I have a hard time imagining and I could be wrong I will yeah, I will um you know very modestly eat my words if so but I have a hard time imagining that in episode 7 through 9 of this show we're going to discover that a character is a very powerful witch. It just doesn't feel like something that Wait, so- is going to suddenly appear because this version of the scarlet witch has not been tied to magic magic. that's what i wanted to ask you guys do
3: you think matt like is magic different than power like is this do they have magic the way harry potter has magic or are they is it powers because they're
1: it's science what's the difference
3: between magic and powers like is mary poppins a witch (laughs) or is she magic or does she have powers
0: is Mary Poppins a
4: witch? Is
3: Mary Poppins um, in the MCU? It's all Disney, right?
4: <laughs> so The Emily Blunt version is a muse.
0: So, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so the, the difference in the MCU, that's where it gets a little sticky. I think in comics, it's like everything exists. Sure. A demon, a devil, a witch, magic, science, all of it goes together. But in the MCU, they've been pretty clear about like, you don't have powers. Like something happens that you have powers. And with Wanda and Pietro, they were... I think on purpose vague, that they said the Mind Stone killed a bunch of people they were experimenting on, but then Wanda and Pietro, like, it made these powers come about. But, like, everyone else died. So, like, but they never clarified why they got the powers, and everyone else they did experiments on just died, which I think has been on purpose. Because I think now they're going to do, like, a more magic-y thing. Because, as Crystal said... Previously, everything has been like science, even in Doctor Strange, I think, right? They kind of explain it through science.
4: I think the idea is that like saying in some science fiction and fantasy that like any science sufficiently beyond our understanding is indecipherable from magic, which leaves the door open to like, you know, you could wishy-washy explain it has to do with something realistic, but... It is, you know, indecipherable to magic from what an, an average human being can understand. And
3: then the difference between so a mutant, it's you're born that way, and then a, a non-mutant with power, like you got your powers from something affecting you. Somewhere. Is, and you're just a yeah, You're a human Correct. with power. You're a super Look, human. Tom, you did it. Is everyone listening to this already like, yeah, no, we got that because we know that And Get Tom, please never have him back. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so my theory with agnes real quick i think she is the witch i think that putting her in that witch costume was on purpose i think that she isn't in control of what's going on but i think that she happened to be like either she was a witch who happened to live in westview when it got taken over or she was a witch who was like more comic accurate she was like trying to help wanda in some way and got caught up in all this like i do Mm -hmm. think you don't cast cast catherine Hahn in a big role like this and have it end and be like oh she was just a human in westview we're not going to see her again like i don't imagine they would do that because that feels like a waste um and she's the only human character that has consistently been in all the opening credits they do in episode two when they did the cartoon all of the townspeople were in the credits but that's the only time every other time it's just been agnes even if she doesn't have her name in the credits she's like featured in the opening credits in a scene so I feel like she has to be, she has to be someone. Well, maybe I don't, this I whole don't think maybe in, this
3: process is what turns her into the the, the witch. But true. there it was a, a, a wicked witch who began to stitch. <laughs> no,
1: no one. I mean, <laughs> I mean, yes. First of all, um, I feel like in six episodes, six half an hour episodes, they have done they have done these leaps and bounds storytelling. Giant world shifting sort of moments that like previously I didn't think possible. So like I, it, I am very very convinced that they could pull it off.
4: I was just my money will be on Agnes either being sword or perhaps even Hydra, and like maybe she is an antagonistic influence. But I I would not at this current juncture put money on her being a sorceress. <laughs> I'll be surprised by that. I don't know
3: we're talking about this seriously.
4: Crystal, go. (laughs) Crystal, you
2: need to speak. I I was just going to say that I hope that she I hope that they can satisfyingly make someone who already is there the villain, because I think any villain they introduce now is going to feel cheap because, like, Mm -hmm, where did they come mm -hmm. from? Why are they being introduced episode seven? So I hope that there's something that makes sense there. And, And maybe it's her or maybe it's bad white man.
0: I keep going back to Dottie though, and I know that's Emma Caulfield, so of course I'm going back to her, but I do feel like her confrontation with Wanda was different than any of the like slip ups we've had, right? Like her confrontation felt different. Like she was like getting there without, with before the radio even, the the radio scene even started. Like she was like, I don't believe you. I've heard things about you and I don't think you're here to do good things to this town. And like, (laughs) For me, that like had to have been that just felt so different than the way other characters have even interacted with Wanda. Like they are all terrified of her, and Dottie did not seem scared of her. Right. So I I keep going back to that. But Dottie was also confused once the radio, once Jimmy Woo's voice came through. So I don't know. I keep because that was such a good scene. Like for Mm -hmm. me, that was the first really big like oh shit scene um, of the series. So I keep going back to that, thinking like, is she someone? Because if it was a character we saw early on, but maybe we don't see until towards the end that ends up being the quote-unquote big bad, I'd be okay with that, because I do agree with you, Crystal. Like, we're so close to the end. Don't introduce a new character that is also something else. And if they're a big CGI blob, I'm also, like, eh about it. But if the CGI blob is, like, from one of the characters we'd already met and that's their true form, I'm more okay with it. I don't know.
1: Well, historically, I mean, like, I agree I agree with Crystal. I think, like, I, I have had this conversation with 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 several folks where i think the way the mcu has historically done villains and villain plots and puppeteers has been very small to big like i think it's very possible that they can go okay agnes is and has been from episode 1 um the villain of like, the entire show, and then there's a shadowy puppeteer person behind it that we'll learn in Doctor Strange 2 was Mephisto or something like that. Because, like, the way they even did, like, like Loki in the Avengers was, like, yeah, Loki was the villain in the Avengers, and then we find out later that it was Thanos ordering him to do it. Like, they're, like, and they didn't right away go, okay, it's Thanos, Thanos is this, and he's doing that. Like, they didn't do that in 2012. They, like, really slowly unboxed that. So I think it's very possible to be, like, yeah, Agnes has been sort of not antagonistic but has been a catalyst like she's like come here we got to make this dinner in episode one and then she's like okay come here we got to go over to daddy's house in episode two like she's just like she's this catalyzing person um so like yeah like for sure it can be her having some sort of architecture behind this in some sort of big big bad way but like might not be the full mastermind behind it might be like, Oh, she was acting on somebody else's orders. And then they will tease that in a post credit something. And then that will show up any later thing.
3: Okay. That's fair. One last thought. If, if we're seeing that photo of Emma Caulfield pruning the bushes, if that's an episode that she's coming up in, do we think there's going to be like a desperate housewives vibe episode or not? Because desperate housewives, was that a comedy or was that a That was a drama. Was it, well, it was both, right?
4: Or mm, are we getting more serious
3: in tone with our shows and maybe we go down that direction?
0: And, yeah, I don't know. I would love that. I would love that, honestly. <laughs> I think that would be great. Like, a bunch of, like, it's Catherine Hahn and Emma Caulfield and Elizabeth Olsen as, like, Mary Deborah Joe Rupp. As, wasn't there, like, a sassy old lady in Desperate Housewives as well? Yes. <laughs> uh, uh, the lady
3: from... Who, She's dead now, but she won an Emmy for, uh, for, uh, Catherine Joosten. There we go. Um, there you go. (laughs) Also, I'm going to say I'm right because because I was right about that out of this world reference. And you were, uh, so I'm just saying.
0: (laughs) So we cut to vision coming through the boundary. He's crossing through. And I really was like, Jesus Christ, do we have to watch this man die again? Like, I thought we were going to watch him deteriorate and Wanda was going to then... I thought that would be the end. I was glad we didn't, but I thought it's done... I thought this whole ending is so intense. Like, I I will be honest, I found this episode to be the slowest of the episodes. I still loved it, but it was slower to me. Um, but this end was immediately so intense from Vision crossing over and deteriorating. We cut to... Darcy runs out to help him. She gets handcuffed to the fucking car. The the scene that really got me emotionally was baby Wiccan, because like a little gay witch boy and his witch mom teaming up to save their like robot dad. I just He's
1: so sensitive. He's sensing trouble.
0: <laughs> Shut up, Tom. I just thought he was a little kid. <laughs> and a bad actor. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <gasps> God. So Pietro even says to her, like, oh, your dead husband, your dead husband can't die again. And she just, like, blasts him across the town square. I I, I don't know. I thought the little boy's acting was good here when he's like, they think he's dying. And she's just like, hold on. And she just freezes everything in the town and her eyes go red. And she immediately starts expanding the town, which I was like, fuck, fuck. Framing. Um, I kind of. Yeah, I kind of thought it was going to get everyone. I like that Monica and Wu, they like see it happening, but they're like driving to meet so-and-so. So so they're like, well, let's just speed up. Hayward and his goons leave and they leave Darcy there, which I was very upset about because she's my favorite. And she starts expanding the like her hex create like her like control over this town. And I will say I like genuinely gasped when the sword agents are running and they turn into fucking clowns. Yeah i thought that was so perfect i'm shocked i
1: haven't seen that gif floating around yet
0: (laughs) i that part was just like made me so happy i love that darcy is going to say fuck but then the like border hits her and she turns into fudge uh because she's like in a sitcom now so she wouldn't be cursing i thought that was like very clever um would you uh, crystal what'd you think of this ending
2: i loved it i'm just desperate to know what darcy's gonna be turned into is she a clown Oh my God, right is she a used car <laughs> salesman
0: <laughs> <laughs> i really hope they like make her a waitress like a sassy waitress like she's in two broke girls i don't even like that show but i love kat dennings so i feel like that would be a cute and they do all these meta nods so i feel like why not put her in a waitress outfit
1: Yeah,
2: Wanda
0: and the kids go to go to a diner, and she's their waitress, right? Sure. She's
1: she's gonna be in some like Gilmore Girls kind of vibe. Like she's gonna is she gonna try to
0: have powers though? Like what's is she slated to become a superhero? You know, that was a question I had as well after this because I was like, ooh, they could. And I mean, I think Darcy's fairly well liked in general. Like she, Kat Dennings is kind of doing her Kat Dennings shtick, but it's like a breath of fresh air in this universe. I think. mm Hmm. So if they wanted to make... Because they've done that before, right, Steve? They've had, like, the alias not actually match the superhero in the Marvel Cinematic Universe.
4: Yeah, I feel like there are a couple examples of things not matching up one-to-one.
0: Yeah, and, like, I, I don't know how you feel, but I would be totally okay with that if they made her, like... You know, Squirrel Girl or some shit, sure.
4: <laughs> I feel like, well, she's confirmed for Thor 4, right? She's coming back. She has said she's
1: confirmed to do something, and they've said it's not necessarily Thor. Okay. Mm. Which made me actually think I was, I kind of had a little moment where I was like watching this where I was like, wow, actually, Kat Demings in this show has been with the MCU way longer than any of the rest of them have. Like, she's, yeah. she's in it, she's been in it like last decade. door was
4: like yeah yeah i i i'm i feel like i'm the perpetual wet blanket but i feel like monica getting powers out of this is a good bet i don't think other people are going to end up with powers out of this
0: that's fair yeah that's fair
4: and the other thing is monica does not have a particularly famous origin story in the comics she gets her powers like stopping a dangerous weapon and wanda is a dangerous weapon at this point so that's true. It's not a stretch to have this be Spectrum I can't. S- slash Photon <laughs> <laughs> slash T-Mobile. Slash or- uh, T-Mobile. Okay. The Bank of America. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if this is how we get telecom, then I'm all for it. <laughs> Comcast is going to be great in Captain Marvel, too.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, Tom, what do you think of this end? Um, yeah, I was into it. I just really enjoyed cat cat denning and i was gonna ask what you felt about her because i do think she has a stick but i like it. Oh, I oh to buy me it. like i don't
3: care if it's the sh- same stick because that stick works for me same <laughs> yeah no i, li- I liked i like the fun like transforming of all the cutesy things
0: in the new world i like that yeah um all right so i guess we're at the end favorite scene steve
4: Um, You know what? I didn't have the emotional reaction that you did, but I did get a kick out of seeing um, Billy in an approximation of his Wiccan outfit. I just didn't cry like a little bit. (laughs) Uh, So I think that's my favorite scene. Steve,
0: I love when you use your top voice with me. (laughs)
4: <laughs> Code switching, here
1: we go Wanda got a hold of me One gay character, all the homophobia jumps out in
0: <laughs> uh, Crystal, what was your favorite scene?
1: I
2: think the scene with Vision and Agnes Just because anytime someone's Going to give me a witch cackle, I'm sold
0: <laughs> It was a good witch cackle, right?
1: Yeah, it was great
0: <laughs> uh, Tom, favorite I was Crystal, same one all right, all um, right. Adam.
1: Um, well, I'm with uh, I'm with Steve, but with more emotion. I, I, think, <laughs> well, I, think in general, I like I really. Ian, I'm with you. I kind of liked the. Um, I don't know if you're gonna say this, but like I I loved the um, Billy coming into his powers by really like basically kind of teaming up with his mom. I think like any time, like honestly, any like little like mom gay son moment is just there for me. Yeah,
0: yeah. my. While I said this episode was slow for me, it had a lot of moments that were like tied for favorite. Cause that that was like very cute for me. I loved seeing them team up. I loved the kids running to their mom, being like, "Mom, mom, mom!" Like, I I love the idea of these little superhero superpowered children. I don't know. I I love that, but I gotta say that whole end of from Vision crossing the border to her expanding the hex and all of them turning into fucking clowns. That brought me joy, so that was my favorite scene. Um, favorite outfit, Tom? Oh, uh, I didn't even think about that.
3: I, well, you know what? No, I lied. I loved the <laughs> what's his, uh, Evans homemade uh, the, the the silver duct tape lightning bolt. Quicksilver.
0: Okay, yeah, yeah. That was fun. All right, uh, Crystal.
2: Um, oh, it was a tough one for me. I think. It's either got to be Agnes dressed as a witch, because again, just witch, But or I'm going to give it to Scarlet Witch, um, the classic costume, and I think it's got to go there.
4: All right. Steve? Yeah, I'm with Crystal. It it brought me joy. Even though I don't think Scarlet Witch has a historically great costume, I've still spent over 30 years seeing it, and it was nice to see that version show up. I agree. Yeah. Uh, Adam? I mean,
1: like obviously the little Wiccan costume, but also like to say something new. I would say I really, really liked, um, like Uncle Quicksilver and Lil' Speed wearing the same kind of outfit in that in the, in that really like early two thousands sort of like like dickhead kind of like sky high style like yeah. uh, like hair. <laughs>
0: uh, yeah, I. I'm going to go again with Wanda and her Scarlet Witch outfit because I thought she looked great in it. For it being like a very, like you said, Steve, her costumes aren't like notoriously great. Uh, her They're infamously not great. Um, but like, I, I don't know. I just liked seeing her in it. I liked the headdress. I thought she looked cute. Now we're going to grade the episode. Adam, what grade do you give it? Mm-hmm. I would give this an A-. minus. Okay. Like okay.
1: solid, good, really great moments. But like... Yeah, in general, like I don't, I don't have a lot of love for that era of sitcoms, and it and it did. There was a lot of like, it did feel a little like I started to feel a little like, okay, we're spinning our wheels waiting for the next big yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah, Uh, Tom. Actually, I was
3: I was into this whole Malcolm in the Middle vibe. I'm going to give it an A minus as well, but for the opposite reasons.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Steve. (laughs) Yeah, I'm I was a huge Malcolm the Middle fan. Um so this one gets like a definite smiley face sticker at the top of the page for me. By the way, Brian <laughs> Cranston great, and impressive. those tiny
3: whities has stuck with me. I was
4: so wildly turned on. <laughs> oh, it was all about was the running older running. brother I for mean, me. Yeah, I was gonna say I was age appropriate to like the older brother. Yeah, me too. Yeah.
2: Definite gay <laughs> awakening.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, who didn't grade yet? Crystal, I think you didn't grade yet. I didn't
2: grade. Um I'm gonna give it a solid A. I loved the okay. I loved the setting. I loved the I loved the advancement of the plot. And um we got a lot of cheesy costumes. So
0: hey. Cool. Um I give it a B. Uh thank you all for joining us. Oh, no explanation. Jesus, that was I, I I feel like you all already gave the explanations. I feel the same kind of way. You, for okay. me it was just a little bit slower, okay. but like I still liked it. I don't know. I feel like this show, even in an episode if I think it's like, mm, It's still better than most things I'm watching. I don't know. Yeah. Thank you all for joining us. Thank you all for listening. If you like the podcast, you can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, and other corners of the internet. You can support us on Patreon, which helps keep the podcast going. And you can find us on social at SlayerFestX98. You can find me at IanXCarlos. Steve, where can everyone find
4: you? Uh, Steve underscore Fox, F O X E, on Twitter, um, or the same handle on Instagram, but that's really just dog pictures. <laughs> cool.
0: Tom, where can everyone find
3: you? Oh my God. I just got verified on Twitter, you guys. So I'm really excited about that. So follow me <laughs> at Tom <Lick> on Twitter.
1: <laughs>
0: really? <laughs> <laughs> uh, overdue. Crystal, where can everyone find you?
1: Uh,
2: you can find me <laughs> but, and yeah, crystal will see you now on all the platforms and also check out my podcast called the things that made me queer with world of wonder
0: mm. Mm. also crystal I, I don't think I told you this before but that's like a really good social media handle I think like that's such a good handle <laughs>
2: it's unfortunately slightly <laughs> too long for some platforms so on twitter I'm crystal will see you which is a little bit sad <laughs> 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 she'll see you
0: sometime <laughs> yeah whenever (laughs) Adam where can everyone find you and where can they buy your book
1: you can find me on Twitter at the Adam Sass on Instagram at it's Adam Sass and you can buy my YA debut thriller novel Surrender Your Sons wherever you buy your books
0: and we'll see you all next time bye thank you bye. bye bye